0: Hey, everybody. Sean King here. For the month of July, I'm on sabbatical.
1: So we're rerunning some of our favorite episodes of The Breakdown and other North Star podcasts. I hope you enjoy them. And I'll see you again in August with brand new content. Hello, hello, Tiffany. Yes, yes, it's me. You're Alan.
0: Yes, I am.
1: You know what else you are? What's that? You're a father, and it's Father's Day. Yes. Look at that. Yes. You got a little nervous when I said like you're a father, like like you're the father, like Maury. I call him Maury when they do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, nah, no, I you I know the which father three kids times. and
1: that's it. Yeah, and it's Father's Day. It's your day. Thank you, yo. Turn it up. What's, yeah. What's going on in in Father's Day world? Are you like, do you notoriously get socks? Do you get, uh, do your kids draw you pictures? Or do you get like, you know, does Father's Day go the way that you want Father's Day to go?
0: Father's Day is a day that I command.
1: You command? What does that mean?
0: I make sure I design the day the way I want it to go down.
1: Really? So how did you design, how are you designing this Father's Day?
0: Starting my Father's Day with a Father's Day bike ride with me and my fellow fathers okay i've been riding bikes for a whole year now my first ride ever as an adult like i used to ride bikes a ton as a kid but i started riding bikes on father's day last year and so we'll keep that tradition going okay start the day with a bike ride and then i'll do church on zoom and then father's day cookout okay inviting some fathers over
1: that works that sounds like a fun father's day fatherly fun i know there are a lot of like bitter fathers out there like fathers get bitter um, around men, men who are fathers get bitter around Father Father's Day. No, because they feel like women get like the grand rollout for Mother's Day, and then when yeah. it comes to Father's Day, it's like here.
0: Yeah, no, hmm. that's true. Like if you're looking for Father's Day cards, it's a little harder to find than Mother's Day cards. That's all I'm saying.
1: I have a confession. What's that? So I bought my mom her Mother's Day card easily. A month and a half in advance of Mother's Day. Just because I want to make sure I was ready. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I got the best option available. I didn't want to get like the slim pickings at the end. Okay. My Father's Day card, I just kind of went and rolled and picked it up yesterday.
0: Yeah. Well, they don't even, they're not even available a month and a half in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know nobody's thinking about their dad that far. We
1: love our dads. I love my dad. But y'all just, it's actually y'all's fault. I'm just gonna. It's y'all's fault. Uh-uh. We're not gonna go down this rabbit hole. But here's the thing. Y'all are too cool, right? Like I don't need nothing. I'm straight. You ain't, <laughs> ain't got to put out for me. You ain't got to do all that. I'm cool. And then, then that's what y'all get. That's yeah. the energy you put out. So that's the energy. That's not what I'm putting out. For father, women are like, I want it all. Do 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 it up. Everything. I'm taking off all week. I want diamonds. I want food. But men are like, <laughs> Nah, I'm straight. I'ma just I just wanna. I just want a cold beer and I wanna watch the game. Yeah. And then that's what y'all get. And then it's a problem, then we mm, don't value that,
0: you. That's not what happens. That's no. what happens. But look, I wanna shout out all the dads. I wanna shout out my dad. There my dad go. is a great man. He showed me how to man, how to man up. Okay. I wanna shout him out.
1: Shout out. And I would love to shout out my father. He did not show me how to man, um, but he is my favorite man for sure. Best dad ever. Love him to pieces. Shout out to Bruce Hawkins. Um, you're gonna have a great day today because I'm going to make sure of it. I love it. How about that? I love it. And how and, how
0: are you handling this conflict of of your mother's birthday on Father's Day? So that's where I was getting is ready to go. Very selfish. So
1: I guess I can't shout out my father without shouting out Happy Birthday to my mother, who is also born today on Father's Day. So the conflict is real. So I've just determined again because men are like I don't really need nothing. I'm straight. Like. i've asked my dad what do you want to do i don't want to do anything i'm fine i'm I'm cool i just want to chill everybody's all right so i'm straight so i'm gonna bring him his favorite meal (laughs) i mean it's it's i'm gonna bring him his favorite meal okay um which it's a delicacy i'm not talking about like wings and fries okay um
0: so can i can i just dry snitch on your dad real quick Because your dad came by the office this week. Okay. And he said, sometimes Father's Day is difficult when you and your sister don't get on the same page and give him all of this food that he can't finish. He
1: did not say that, first of all. He
0: said, sometimes it's really difficult to eat all of this food if y'all don't coordinate. He likes it when y'all do something together. Otherwise, he's got to eat too many times.
1: So, he's talking about people taking him out to eat. I'm not doing that. Okay. He can eat this food whenever he feels like it. I'm not about to sit there and watch him eat it. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to bring him his favorite food. Okay. Put it in the fridge for all I care. Do what you want to do with it. I'm going to move on. And then with my mother, I'm going to have her come over and we'll do a little cake action, Okay, a little food action. So
0: dad gets reheated food. Mom gets the fresh. You're the
1: one who said he wanted to reheat it. <laughs> I've already okay. talked to my sister. She's not bringing him food and she ain't taking him out to eat. So I'm on the right page. Yeah.
0: Y'all need to do better. That's all I'm going to say. Let's move into today's Let's
1: move lunch. let to, because it wasn't about any of this and- Listen, yeah. Bruce Hawkins is going to be excited about his surprise Father's okay. Day meal for me only. Okay. I don't believe that my sister, she's not bringing him any food. Well, we'll see. And, um, mm-hmm. and then he's going to be great. Okay. He
0: said sometimes it's hard to eat all his food. He, and... First
1: of all, I don't believe my father spoke to you about any of this. <laughs> I don't think any of this happened. I don't even think my father would have a complaint about Father's Day. <laughs>
0: He's like, look, well, so, I need you to make sure that I- think I
1: you're projecting.
0: Getting all this food, because- You're projecting. That's ah, too much. All right, so today we're talking about, what is your money mind?
1: Yeah, what is your money mind?
0: What, first of all, what is your money mind?
1: I know my money mind. Okay. But maybe our listeners don't know their money mind, and they don't know what a money mind is.
0: So our psychological view of money has a huge impact on the money decisions that we make. Yeah, absolutely. Determining what to spend money on, what to invest in, how much to save, What's your safety net looking like? It's all steeped in our money mind, and we're going to break it down today.
1: Yeah, for a lot of people, the decisions that you make, how you operate in this world as an adult, how you operate in your relationships, uh, both intimate and personal and professional, oftentimes are determined by money, Um, whether how much money you can make, if you grew up without money if you grew up not being able to trust people with money, there's a lot of things when it comes to money that determines how we operate and the decisions that we make in the world. And so at Momentum Advisors, we've got a psychological view, kind of a, a grid. framework. A framework. I call it a framework. I like a framework. We've created, we've created a money mind framework that helps us determine what your money mind is so that we can identify what strategies work best for you, one to give you clarity and identification around what your money mind is so you can be mindful when you are making decisions and it helps your financial advisor make the best decisions for your investments and portfolio when they understand the mind when, when they understand your particular money mind
0: i love it i love it yeah and i hope today with today's show is let's break down the money minds let's talk about what they are how you end up with this money mind and some of the pitfalls and opportunities that come when you've got a particular money mind. So there's three dominant money minds. Most people are a blend of these three. Some people are only one. Some people are one and two. But we're going to break down all three. So the first money mind is protection. The second one is happiness. And the third one is commitment.
1: So first of all, don't jump the gun. Don't start saying I'm, I'm one or the other. You don't know which one you are. And we're going to explain each thoroughly. So let's start with The protection money mind. So for the protection money mind, when it comes to spending, you often focus on the price, the cost. You delay gratification and you like to live well within your means. Mm -hmm. When you think about saving for the protection money mind, you tend to focus on just hoarding as much money as possible. And you are often critical of those who just spend money freely. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're out here wilding, but... Anytime you see people spending money freely, you got a little judgment going on.
0: Yeah, that's protection.
1: That's the protection money mind. Your planning perspective, you're very careful. You're meticulous. And you're motivated to protect yourself and your loved ones. You want to make sure everyone's accounted for. All right, you're not going to be out here wilding because you got to make sure everybody's good. You often, when it comes to your safety net, you never really feel safe. Like you never feel like your safety net is large enough. Even if you gave yourself a goal and you hit that goal, then mm. all of a sudden you got to move the goal. You know what? That's not yeah. enough. Yeah. That's not going to work. I thought it was enough, but it's not.
0: You stepping on some toes now.
1: Okay. When it comes to risk taking, you're usually prepared for bad outcomes because you, you've been saving. You don't spend a lot to begin with. You're very cost conscious, but you can be apprehensive about risk and you don't even like the thought of losing. Mm-hmm. Like, you may be prepared for a situation if it happens, but it shouldn't be happening to begin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the protection money minds thought on risk-taking. And then timing. You may require a high degree of certainty, potentially missing opportunities. So like, you, you gotta be certain about a thing. People are like, listen, I heard about this investment or maybe we should do this. And you're like, listen, if you can't guarantee me my returns, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. And because of that, you may miss out on some of these other opportunities because it wasn't guaranteed, but it did work out. A lot of opportunities, most opportunities aren't guaranteed, mm-hmm. but they work out. A protection money mine ain't, ain't doing all that.
0: Yeah. So I grew up in a protection money mine household.
1: Really? Just 100% protection?
0: Well, my dad, I'm okay. talking about my dad, who was the breadwinner in the house. He was a protection money mine. My mom would often complain about how come we can't, you know, just live a little bit larger not like they want to ball out but like my dad would save 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 He was an incredibly good saver and we didn't really enjoy the money that was being accumulated as a kid like my parents live in a really nice house now and they do really nice vacations since they've been retired that's not the life that i grew up in okay Protection money mind. Yeah.
1: Oftentimes people with a protection money mind, they were not raised with a lot of resources. And so they have a huge fear of being poor again. It's like that. I'm never going back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't have a lot growing up and I'm going to figure it out and I'm never going back to that situation. Or, you know, they, like I said, their parents may have never had a lot, even though they provided enough for them to be okay. They just know what it feels like. They've already gone through being raised with not enough, having to struggle, having to sacrifice. And so they will never let that happen to themselves or their family. If you guys have listened to our previous podcast, when we talk about your generation, these are typically the generation ones, right? Like this is their first time. They're the first person in their family to really achieve any type of financial success. And so again, they're fearful of going back. They don't want to be in any type of situation like they were before. And so they make these very strict decisions around spending, everything's about saving, everything's about keeping everything we got, not doing too much, I ain't taking no risk. It don't feel like an opportunity if it doesn't feel completely safe.
0: Mm -hmm. So as financial advisors, when we deal with a person with a protection money mind, what we've got to do is help them understand that yes, they've got a quest for safety, it might also result in some sacrifices. For sure. Like your kids aren't having a lot of fun in a protection money mind household.
1: Your spouse is probably not having <laughs> a lot of fun in a protection. If it's all the way protection, like we yeah. talked about, and as we talk through these different money minds, you could be a blend, right? I think a blend offers some balance. But mm-hmm. if you're all the way protection, somebody in this relationship is pissed. Yeah. Because, you know, like maybe I, I want to go out to eat and you're like, listen, we got food at home.
0: Yeah. Or I'll give you a perfect example. My parents got married in a very shotgun situation. Like my, my dad was in the military. He was really feeling my mom. And he showed up like, hey, pack your stuff. I'm getting a new job and I want you to come live with me. And my aunt is like, nah, she ain't going nowhere unless she's married. So He's like, all right, let's get married. So they they never had an engagement ring. They didn't have a big wedding.
1: I don't think. You should tell their engagement story.
0: No, but let me, this is the protection money mind. So my mom didn't have a wedding ring or engagement ring until she was 50 years old. Like that's protection money mind, meaning that they've saved a lot. They bought homes. Like they were really financially responsible, but they did not do some of the things for enjoyment that other people would have naturally done.
1: So as I said, somebody's pissed because I know I wouldn't have waited till I was 50 years old for a wedding ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you know, your mom is a very patient lady. Mm-hmm. I, not so much. Yeah. So good to know. <laughs> Shout out
0: to mama. You're border. not, you're not waiting that long.
1: Till we're 50. <laughs> like y'all, like, I mean, I know a little bit about your parents. Like, as you mentioned, they have a really nice house. They were in the really nice house by the time they were 50. So yes.
0: crazy. At 50, they got their first luxury car. First nice home engagement ring all at the same time, no, yeah, that's how it went down
1: no. I don't like these priorities i don't I don't yeah. like the way if we got no, we could do we no mm- yeah, whenever we when we bought the first house, we can get settled in for a year for a year or two, yeah, after that, we need to focus on my <laughs> ring okay, yeah, but again. <laughs> everybody's found their person that works for them. But to your point, when you are a 100% protection money mind, it's not, it's not balanced, right? It's a bit extreme. And so, as you mentioned, your children are probably not experiencing the most full life that they potentially could. Right. Um, as we mentioned earlier, you're probably missing out on opportunities because you're not open to taking any type of risk. And so there may be an opportunity for you to have really large returns or an opportunity for really extensive growth, but you're not willing to even consider those things because it's not 100% safe. You don't know exactly how it's going to turn out.
0: For us as advisors, the things that we need to focus on with this type of money mind, it's making sure that their fears are not paralyzing them, where they can't make good financial decisions, or where they're over investing in one thing at the expense of something else. We also need to make sure they understand that like this pessimistic outlook, which a lot of protection money minds are worried that the sun's not going to come out tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So that's one of the things I was going to mention, like when people are just overly thinking about what could go wrong, every time you bring up something, they bring up what could go wrong. Like that's, one of the negatives of being a 100% protection money mind, or you feel anxious, you second guess your choices because you're mm-hmm. like, well, what if, what if this doesn't work out? Well, what if it does? Like, what if it goes in the right direction? Also, I think one thing that has to be shared with protection money minds, and I want to be clear, we're not saying that any one is better than the other. No. They all have their pros and their cons. Um, but one thing that should be shared with the protection money mind specifically is life is to be lived. Right, And so if you are working hard and you're doing a lot of the right things for a really long time, at some point you should enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. And with protection money mind, they oftentimes delay their gratification for too long or yeah. they never take the time out to just enjoy their life and do the things that they want to do. So it's really great for you when you talk about your dad who was protection money mind. But now we've we've got a nice car and we've got a nice house and we're taking nice vacations. So eventually he got to a point. And I'm sure you helped with that with you saying, hey, loosen the grip off them dollars and go have yourself a good time.
0: Yeah, I think for my dad, once all the kids were educated, like he could chill a little bit. You know, my, my younger brother was still in the house, but he figured he had two college grads at that point. He can chill a little bit. He can buy the nice car and all that stuff. And I was super proud. It was like a super proud moment when he finally did all of these things for my mom's 50th birthday. But uh, yeah, it, it, it took a while to get there for sure. So other things that, again, us as advisors, we have to do when it comes to a, a protection money mind. To your point, Tiffany, it's just helping them understand that you can live in today while not compromising the future. Like the protection money mind, again, you talked about pros and cons. Like the good things about them is that they've got some savings. Yeah. They've got some investments. They've got some life insurance. Like if things do go badly the way they expect, they're going to be straight. They're going to be good they're going to be good. And a lot of our generation one people, folks who were the first generation in their family to build wealth, folks that could not ask their parents for money. Like it's very common to find this protection money mind. Yeah.
1: I think when you're working with the protection money mind, or when we are working with the protection money mind, the thing that we have to get them to understand is that all you require is a plan, right? Like we're going to build a plan and we're going to stick to the plan. And this plan is going to be balanced and allowing you to achieve the financial goals that you want to achieve while also allowing for you to be able to live life, if not today at some point, the way that you want to live. We always talk about being able to retire gracefully. And so we're planning for that. So you don't got to get extreme because we got a plan, mm-hmm. right? And the plan is balanced and the plan is keeping your goals in mind at all times. And it still allows you to live and breathe.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because look, this doesn't sound like a big risk to a lot of folks, but the protection money mine is at risk of, Dying with a whole lot of money they didn't get a chance to enjoy. Seriously. And right? that, that that could be a risk.
1: And I know people talk about, well, it'll be left to their children. It'll be left, you know, to their heirs. But at some point, isn't it nice to give people a little something while they're alive?
0: But I, I also say, like, when it comes to this money mine, my my biggest worry with them is that they didn't also enjoy their life. Right. Like, yes, I think it's important to leave a legacy for your kids. But like if you are so worried about running out of money that you're skipping out on your bucket list. Like that's a problem. And so that's again, one of the opportunities, one of the challenges to this money mind that we would like to help folks to get over.
1: And what you need to ask yourself, are you a protection money mind? Be, mm-hmm. be honest. You know what I mean? Like just, just consider maybe you are, and it's not a bad thing. None of these money minds are a bad thing, but if you are, You want to hear some of these things that we're talking about. Be open to some of the things that we are saying and be clear. Um, We will tell you, you you will be able to find out your own money mind, right? So we are talking you through what the money minds are, but we have set up a way for you to get your money mind score. So Mm. you can know exactly what your money mind DNA is. Wow. Okay. You might be a little bit of protection, a little bit of happiness, but you'll be able to find out for yourself. Okay. We'll talk about it more when we get back. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Hi, this is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. We are back. Yes. It's still Father's Day. Still is. And we're still talking about money minds. We still are. Yes. And finding your particular money mind. So before we talked about the protection money mind. Broke it down. But what about the happiness money mind? Come on, okay? happiness. Happy people. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So the happiness money mind tends to prioritize enjoyment and FOMO. Like these people, they they don't want to miss out on anything. Yeah. Okay. They typically make decisions. Wait, y'all went to a party? Right. And didn't invite me? What? Well, I heard you ain't had no money. Hey, 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 I'll sort that out. Y'all went on a trip. Right. I, y'all going on a trip? Like, happiness money mind just wants to enjoy life. They mm-hmm. figure I am making money to spend it. Yeah. Okay? Yep. When it comes to spending, they just want to live life to the fullest, mm-hmm. oftentimes or sometimes, even if it's beyond their means. Lord. Listen, so I have a situation like this going on right now. Okay. I'm going on vacation.
0: Okay. Congratulations.
1: Shout out to me and our crew, our That's vacay nice. crew. Sounds nice. But one of my friends who wasn't invited <laughs> is feeling away. And they're like, yo, why you ain't invite me? What's
0: their first and last name and what, what city not th- doing that. do they live in?
1: Yo, why you ain't invite me? Because mm. we know you don't have no money. <laughs> That's why. And we know that you would try. You, You know what I mean? Like, it's... I'm being, I feel like I'm being a good friend. I know you don't have the money right now because you're going through a situation, not because you're irresponsible, but you're going through a difficult situation. And I know you would try to make it happen anyway and potentially put yourself in a bad financial situation. So I'm not even going to make that an option. Mm. That's happiness money mine. Yeah. When it comes to saving, sometimes they could feel a little bit frustrated or impatient at the thought of having to save. Like, yeah. yo, I got, I got things I want to buy right now. What mm-hmm. am I saving for? I'm going to save later.
0: Yeah. A big thing about the happiness money mind is like, they actually get a lot of joy out of spending money. For sure. And the prospect of saving is just, is a chore. And if like, these are the folks who, and again, not stepping on toes too too hard, not being shady, but like, these are folks that when you ask them, do you have a 401k? They say yes. And then you delve a little deeper. They're putting in $50 a paycheck. Right. Like that's not going to get it done.
1: Retail therapy. Right. These are people who feel good just spending. I don't even need it. I, I don't know why I bought it because it was on sale. That's not a reason to buy things. But listen, that's when you just spending just makes you feel good. Sometimes you wake up on a Saturday morning. You just got paid on Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to the mall. <laughs> Friday night. I don't need nothing. Just got paid. Okay. I don't need anything. Money in my pocket. But I got money. <laughs> so let's go spend it because I'm, I'm going to feel good about it. When it comes to planning, when it comes to the happiness money mind Like you value like short term rewards, like right now, immediate gratification. Like if it doesn't make me feel good right now, planning for retirement, putting money away for retirement is like 30 years.
0: Yeah. I'm getting bottle service this
1: week. Tonight. Okay, And this is coming from a person who is a fan of bottle service. (laughs) Okay, Um, I subscribe to bottle service. But when it comes to happiness, money, mind, they're too far one way. Right. They haven't found the balance for both. It's very much today right now when it comes to a safety net they've got tons of blind spots like listen i'm safe okay i look both ways when i cross the street I, I don't i don't really need to focus on a safety net or when they do it's extremely underfunded like yo how much money do you have put aside for emergencies i got like 200 yeah like 200 dollars.
0: yeah no, that's, that's that not, might not be a not tire enough.
1: what if two yeah. tires blow
0: you got three kids
1: i saw something on social media this week and it was like you know you're grown grown when you buy four tires at one time. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact, <laughs> right? Like when you blow one tire, you gotta get one tire. You, you know, That's pretty easy to pull together. When you have to assess purchasing four new tires for your car, yeah, that's that, when a dosing becomes too much. That's
0: a commitment right there. That's too much. Yeah,
1: And for the happiness money mind, they might be like, I'm gonna just Uber.
0: Yeah. Or the four tires and with the road hazard warranty.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. That's, that's when it. you're doing it at that's that point. That's you,
1: when you, you're protection money mind at that point because you got it.
0: Yeah. And don't mess around and have 21-inch tires on your, on your truck or something like that. Like, that, this is not cheap at all.
1: When it comes to timing, like, for the happiness money mind, they're really quick to make important decisions. Like, they don't kind of take time to really think about it. And they'll seize any opportunity that's presented, even when it ain't an opportunity. Like, they're down mm-hmm. for anything. If you make it sound good, I'm doing it. Okay, yeah. like we're we're investing in a, an ice cream shop, but the ice cream ain't cold. Let's do it. <laughs> no one's ever done that before. Yo, I'm I think, down. I
0: think that has legs. Okay, uh, I like, like that
1: idea. I like this water, but like it's dry. It's dry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it comes out as a powder. Yeah, and you just kind of sprinkle it in your mouth. Let's do it. Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, the the happiness money mind is overly optimistic around investments. And they get caught out there not understanding the risk because they're so, I'm going to say, impulsive when it comes to pulling the trigger on stuff. Again, not a bad thing. Sometimes you need some impulse. Variety is the spice of life. Sometimes it's a good thing to be that happiness money mind. But the challenge with this money mind is like they're out there balling until they fall and sometimes they fall. And so we as advisors need to make sure that we get them to balance out this need for instant gratification Versus their long term needs because they're not gonna be young always they're not gonna have the income and earning potential always
1: here's the thing right like i gotta I gotta shout out my happiness money mind people a lot of rap songs promote <laughs> they do being a happiness money mind
0: can you name a few tiffany On I the spot. mean
1: like some of my favorite um I don't remember like neo has a
0: song it's like this is r&b now I, I thought you were talking about rap but okay
1: neo has a song with pitbull time of our lives yeah. right like that's the name of the song and he's talking about like i knew my rent was gonna be late <laughs> about a week ago a week i worked my ass off but i still can't pay it though mm. but i got just enough to get up in, in this, this club. club. See what I'm saying? That's yeah. happiness money mine. I don't have the rent and I knew I wasn't going to have it. Yeah. So what am I going to be upset about? Because the club is open tonight mm. and my haircut is fresh.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happiness money mine.
1: Happiness money mine. So then there's other rap songs. Okay. Like still fly by the big time.
0: Oh, that's my joint right there.
1: You know what I mean? Like gator, gator boots. boots with the pimped out Gucci, Gucci
0: suit. suits.
1: Ain't got no job.
0: But I stay fly.
1: Can't pay my rent.
0: Because all my money's spent.
1: But that's okay. Because I'm still fly. Wow. Got a quarter tank of gas.
0: In my new E-class. In
1: my new E-class. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. Because I'm going to ride. Yeah. Got everything. Okay. In my mama's name. Wow. Yeah. But I'm her rich.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Na-na-na-na. <laughs> Na-na-na-na. Okay. <laughs> This yeah. is what I'm saying. Maybe we need to make more songs about protection money mind. Yeah. Just to balance things out. Again, we clearly we're not condoning this. But clearly I, we don't subscribe to this. But there's a soundtrack for being of the happiness money mind. But
0: I like, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. Yeah.
1: Listen. And all day like the clock on the wall. So I like, I like where we're going. I, I like how we're explaining things. And hopefully you guys are resonating now. Like, you know what? If you were the person when... Still Fly came on in the club and you was the one like, you know what? Drinks on me. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: But you knew you hadn't paid your cell phone bill. Mm -hmm. You might be too much of the happiness money mind, right? It's like you said, the ball till you fall mentality. When it comes to people of the happiness money mind, some of the challenges you Oftentimes, it might not feel like you have enough. Like, you always want more. You always want to buy the next thing. You always have to have the next thing. You, even with all your spending, even with all your buying, it's still not enough.
0: I'll also say with this money mind, there's like a casualness around financial decisions. Like, you know what? Eh, I'm sure I, I have insurance. insurance. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Let's not worry about that right, right.
1: now. You, that's a big problem. Like, that's actually skirting responsibility right like that's not just being of happiness money mind like you're not being responsible as we mentioned you often focus on your short-term goals you're not thinking about the long-term goals you're not even thinking about what if something could happen one day and we're not saying you have to be negative we don't want you to be pessimistic but we do want you to be mindful that things happen in life and again your your desire for instant gratification oftentimes supersedes bigger and more important decisions that need to be made.
0: Can I share a happiness, money, mind story? Go for it. Okay. I was a young man.
1: Okay.
0: I I just graduated college and my parents sent me and my roommate to Jamaica. There we go. For a week.
1: Okay, parents.
0: Yeah, they did that. And um, I'm like, look, I'm going to be working the rest of my life. I am going to enjoy this trip. Wow. I spent every dollar. I was like, yo, my goal is to spend every dollar by the time I get back on that plane. Would you believe, I'm 22 years old, didn't know any better, wasn't yet licensed to be a financial advisor. I get on the plane, and they're like, "Um, it's like a $20 uh, exit visa you got to pay to leave Jamaica.
1: I'm like, $20? I'm like, yo. You don't even have $20? I don't even
0: have $20. Because I'm like, look, when I get back to the spot, I'm getting picked up. I got money at the crib. I, I had it planned out where I was going to be able to get home. This doesn't
1: sound like a good plan.
0: Yeah. So thankfully, my college roommate was with me. He's a protection money mind. He pulls out his wallet and he's got stacks left.
1: So what Alan's saying is, if you're going to be a happiness money mind, only make friends who are protection money mind. They're always going to bail you out. Yeah. I no. Mean, that, that that you're.
0: That's the advice. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> now, I will tell you, and I believe... For both of us, I'm going to speak for both of us. We've got a bit of happiness money mind about us, right? I think we have some of the other money minds also, but there's a little bit of happiness money mind. I also, when it comes to travel, mm-hmm. I am happiness money mind. Really? Now, I plan this out ahead of time, mm-hmm. so I don't get there and then start making wild, rash decisions. But if I'm going, I'm going to go, like I'm going to do a big, yeah. okay? I'm okay. doing first class. We're doing the whole, like the whole thing. I'm not. I want the room with the view. Okay. I want. I want the whole thing. Bottles. oh the whole thing. Yeah. That's my wow, Tiffany. That's my happiness. Money mine. So
0: some of these rap songs are about you. No, because
1: my rent is paid and ain't nothing in my mama's name. <laughs> so no, <laughs> okay. these rap songs are not about me. <laughs> okay. Um, but. You know, that's my little bit of happiness money mind. So for us as financial advisors, when we are working with someone who is very extreme on the happiness money mind side, like lots of our responsibilities lie in helping them understand the impact of their instant gratification mindset Mm -hmm. and helping them frame out and strategize and plan towards their long-term goals. Even if it's something that they don't want to focus on, we let them know that we'll focus on it. Let's come up with a plan that allows us to focus on it so you don't have to worry about it. We make sure their savings is adequate to fund their future needs mm-hmm. and some emergencies so that you know what your numbers are for you to ball out. You yeah. know what those ball out numbers are up front. You can get comfortable with them. And then again, we have a plan to account for the other things that really matter.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what's interesting is when you have a couple where one spouse is a happiness money mine, another spouse is a protection money that's mind. That's probably a lot of couples. That's when the fight breaks out.
1: Is it? Is it when the fight, I mean, I have to imagine. Oh,
0: I've been in these rooms. The fight breaks out.
1: I have to imagine after a while, you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, you know she ain't gonna save no money. Yeah. Okay. You know, he ain't paid the bills. Yeah. He ain't never paid the bills on time. You mm-hmm. know who you're dealing with. You married him or her for other reasons. Yeah. You know their pros and their cons, whether they're protection and your happiness. Y'all have sorted that out. Or, or maybe not, I don't know. But I would think after a while, you know what it is. I, I have been in relationships with people and I don't think I've ever been in a relationship with someone who was financially irresponsible. But like, I've been in relationships with people who were extreme protection money mind. Mm. And I'm like, I ain't all that extreme on the protection money mind side. Mm. So because I know, so because I know you're very focused on costs, you can't book the trip. You're not going to have me- <laughs> At the Motel at 6. At the Best Western <laughs> with a room- facing the back of a building (laughs) you'll see how it goes down when we get there
0: Uh, yeah you're funny things to think about all right okay so the final money mine is the commitment money mine
1: okay i'm committed i'm committed to my money
0: so the commitment money mine tends to derive joy from giving Mm. and they may fear letting other people down
1: the people pleasers
0: when it comes to spending. They tend to prioritize supporting people and causes that they care about.
1: But oftentimes these are the people, these are the parents. Yes. Who are putting themselves or putting their retirement on the line to pay for things for their children. Yeah. Or they're overextending themselves financially without taking into consideration what life will be like for them.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, they can often run short on funds for their own needs because they're trying to support other people. And you you gave the perfect example of parents who are saving for college for their kids at the expense of retirement for themselves or the parents who were paying for private school, day camp, summer camp, new clothes, but they're not putting away enough money for retirement.
1: Yeah, that—that that, we see that often, right? And so while the commitment money mind also cares about giving, and it sounds like a very nurturing and helpful person, um, it's a person that's sacrificing too much for their own good and won't be able to live an adequate life for themselves. And then eventually, or hopefully, these people that they've been taking care of so much will end up having to take care of them.
0: Yeah, that's a fact.
1: When it comes to planning for the commitment money mind, they typically value other people's opinions, right? So oftentimes they might be thinking about taking a trip or doing something nice for themselves. But, hey, I might need a new car. What do you think? And that person that they're asking, if they are taking advantage, might say, you should get something used. You don't need nothing new. Thinking about the fact that I'm going to be asking you for money or I need, I, make, I need to make sure you can help me with my car payment. When mm. they think about a safety net, again, they're just thinking about, I have a safety net so that if somebody else asks me for money, I can be able to give it to them. Mm. Not thinking about, themselves. what if I need the money? Yeah. When it comes to risk taking, they often leave important decisions to others rather than taking control themselves. We see that a lot, mm-hmm. where people are like, I don't know, ask ask my ask my kids what I should do, ask my husband what I should do, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got a quick um, commitment, money mind situation. So when you were telling the story earlier of your friend who you would otherwise want to be partying with on the vacation, but this person, he or she could not afford to go.
1: Right now, just right now. Right now,
0: my, my first instinct would be, you know what? I'ma pay for it. I'ma just pay for it. I, I've done that a bunch of times.
1: So, what's interesting in one of our group trips at another date, I did that not for this person, mm-hmm. for another friend. Before he never even asked, we yeah. never even got to the point of this person asking. I said, We're going on a trip. I want you to go. I already know what the situation is. I'm gonna cover it. You don't gotta worry about it. Yeah, and I do have
0: that's good friend right
1: there, people in my life like that, right? And it is, from my perspective, done in a way that's balanced. And loving, but not taking it to a point where they're not responsible for themselves. You know what I mean? Because this friend in particular would have said, I don't got it. I can't go. Yeah. And I didn't want that to be the case. I was like, yo, you're going regardless. Ain't nothing to worry about.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's a good friend.
1: So we are talking about money minds. We are talking about protection, happiness, and commitment money minds. We're going to talk a little bit more about these money minds when we get back. then we're going to tell you how you can find out what your money mind is. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Thank you so much for listening to the Momentum Advisors show. This is Sean King founder and CEO of the North Star. If you want to hear more shows like this featuring black and brown voices on the most important issues of the day, head over right now to the northstar.com to discover all the podcasts we have to offer. We have over 500 different episodes from 6 different podcast series and they're all great. Check them out. No we are talking about money minds yes I got my mind on my money and, and my, my money, money on, on my, my mind. mind so i think we've identified the main money minds. we started off with protection then we went into happiness and before we left we were talking about the commitment money mind the challenges when it comes to working with a commitment money mind is they're concerned with not having enough money to give to somebody else yeah they're not focus on themselves. Like, and we're not saying, hey, be selfish. We're saying focus on yourself as well as being able to help other people. When we are on a plane and they say, hey, if the air mask deploy, put yours on first before you put somebody else's on. That's so you don't die while trying to put someone else's air mask on. And so every y'all both can live As long as you also take care of yourself. I'd like to live. I would like to live. I'd like to live to see you live since I saved your life.
0: (laughs) Other challenges we see with the commitment money mind, you know, you see folks who, you see parents who put all the student loans in their name. The kid graduates debt-free, but now the parents are struggling to pay it.
1: Or you'll see, you know, a kid graduate from an Ivy League school, no debt, They have everything they need. But the parent, their house is falling apart. Yeah. Their appliances don't work. They haven't put any money into making sure their situation is just livable or suitable because they're so mindful of doing things for everybody else it's not noble it's not endearing like you might be like that's so sweet it's not it's really not because i would hope that the person that you're doing so much for would want you to have a good quality of life also well the one thing i'll
0: say is like again none of these are bad in themselves correct we just have to understand who we are and who we're dealing with so that we can make sure as financial advisors we know how to work around it like did you see the video recently it was a dad on social media where the daughter and the wife saved up money to buy him a new truck and he's crying when he got it. You see that video? Like that dad reminds me of the commitment money mind who sacrificed a ton so that his wife and kid could probably drive a nicer car than he ever drove. And no one ever did anything nice for him until that day, not to that extent. And he was just overcome with emotions.
1: Now here's the thing, if you have the money, to do for others and do for yourself, that's great. Or if you're, maybe you're just a simpler person and you're like, listen, I have the things that I need. I don't really require much, but the other people in my life want more and I'm able to do that for them. That's great. But I think what we're saying is being 100% of any one of these things is bad, Yeah. right? Like within themselves, having these particular money minds is not bad, but we want you to have a blend and we're not saying what that blend should be. We don't have the answer on what the perfect formula is. You should be 30% this and 10% that. But what we're saying is in order to have a full life where you're taking care of your responsibilities, enjoying life, but protecting and preparing for the future, you need to mix it up. Your money mind needs to be more than just one of these things.
0: Yes. Yeah, so when we're working with this type of person, it's making sure that they've got their ducks in a row for themselves. Like that's our job is like, look, this person is very selfless. They're, very, they're a great loyal friend and loyal spouse or parent but we've got to make sure that you're doing stuff for yourself
1: yeah because this person is always looking out for others so we got to look out for them
0: absolutely absolutely so finally there's this notion of blended money minds and we've done this test and we're going to tell you how to get the test results for yourself most people have a blend and the the concept of the blended money mind is that in certain situations your one mind kicks in a gear. And in other situations, another one falls back. And sometimes it creates a conflict right? where you don't know what to do.
1: Listen, I want to help her pay for school, but I got bills to pay. Yeah. And so having a blended money mind, and again, we're not saying what the blend is, but having a blended money mind really is the right or ideal way to be, right? And so we've talked about money minds. We've identified what money minds are. We've given you examples, but you got to get your money mind. We got to figure out what your Money Mind score is. If you're interested, all you have to do, go to momentum-advisors.com slash moneymind, M-O-N-E-Y, M-I-N-D. And then you will be able to access our Money Mind test for you to get your Money Mind score. It'll tell you how much you are of each different type of Money Mind and it'll give you some feedback so that for yourself, you can sit back and say, what does this mean about me and how I make financial decisions? Am I skewing too far left or right? Do I need to be open-minded to changing my way of thinking in some way, shape, or form? I will tell you for those who are in relationships, whether you're just dating, engaged, married, you both should take the money mind test.
0: And talk about it. And then talk about it.
1: See how far off you guys are. It's great if you guys are the same. Maybe you're not. Maybe you guys balance each other out really, really well. You're hard one way, they're hard another way, and you guys work together to balance each other out. But- you both should take the money mind test and then come together and talk about it. This is free. This is, again, this is just a tool that we have that we wanna share with you guys for you to get clarity on who you are in your financial money mind. So go to momentum-advisors.com slash money mind. Go to our Twitter. We'll have the link posted there, but it's a fun tool for you.
0: And if you have investments and you wanna get our opinion of your investments and your money mind and how ready you are for retirement, go to our contact us page after taking the money mind test and we can schedule a complimentary session with us where we'll review everything together with you.
1: Because what happens oftentimes is that people are invested. They have their portfolio invested in a particular way. And then when we figure out what their money mind is, it's completely off from how they're invested and they're caught off guard. They didn't know. I didn't know I was so risky. I didn't know I was taking so many chances. I didn't know I was so conservative. And so, It'll give us an opportunity to make sure your portfolio is actually matched with your real money mind. Because people will quickly be like, I'm cool. You know, I'm I'm all right when it comes to money. I don't care if taking a little bit of risk. I'm fine with it. But then the moment you lose a dollar, Mm -hmm. you're ready to fight somebody. Somebody (sighs) stole it. You got to, you got to, don't let nobody leave the building. Like, (laughs) listen, what you think you are probably doesn't exactly match up with your true money mind. And then that might not match up with your actual portfolio. So let's just get them all in line. Okay. So to Alan's point, go to our Momentum website, go to our contact page, and just schedule a complimentary consultation. You're, you're not paying for any of these things. It just allows us to help you.
0: Absolutely. I love it. We'd love to help, for sure. For sure. So
1: Tiffany, let's have some fun. We weren't having fun already? Let, I've been Let's have fun. even more fun. Because I was talking about gator boots with the pimped out Gucci suits.
0: Yeah, you sure were talking about that.
1: Okay. So yeah. I've been having fun.
0: Quarter tank of gas, all that. So yeah. we're going to have even more fun let's than do it. you had while singing the song, so I'm I've got the money mind test up, okay, and I'm going to ask you some questions. And in front of this, just
1: put my business industry
0: prestigious audience we're on see podcast world. Is. We're going to see what your money mind is. Let's okay, do it. so first question: A big bill arrives for the party you just threw for your best friend. How do you react? Number one, I can't believe we spent that much money. That number two, me. it was worth making my friend so happy. Or number three, it was a success.
1: Are number two and three
0: the same? A little different. A little different. Because one is, never not I won't, I won't lead you. I won't lead the witness, but I'll say it again. So number two was, it was worth making my friends so happy. The third one is that it was, it was a success.
1: I think I'm number three. It was a success.
0: Your best friend just invited you to their destination wedding on a remote location. Let's do it. How that do was probably my idea. How do you feel? Okay, number one, I'm a bit frustrated because this can be expensive. Number two, I've got mixed emotions, but supporting them is more important. Number three, I'm thrilled. It'll let's be an get amazing it. trip. Let's
1: put. Let's get it. Okay. Number three.
0: Okay. The Girl Scouts are selling cookies outside the store, and let's say you're not worried about your health at the moment. Okay. okay. Do you number one buy a box or two? It's for a good cause. Number two, you walk away and avoid eye contact, or number three,
1: load up on all my favorites. So. I buy Girl Scout cookies every year and I never receive them. I have children in my life who are Girl Scouts and they sell cookies. They now have an option where you can just buy the cookies and then let them keep them. So That wasn't one of the options. So I buy all my favorites. I just don't eat them. So three again.
0: Okay. All right. Suppose you maxed out your credit card buying cool furniture. Okay. Let's say you maxed out your debit card. Spend all your money on furniture. How do you feel? Number one, I'm concerned that I spent too much money. Number two, my place will be so much nicer to entertain people. Or number three, my place really looks great.
1: Number one, and take it all back. I'm returning it. (laughs) If I don't got it, I ain't doing it. Number one, and then I'll just sit on the floor. I have sat on the floor in empty apartments before (laughs) until I can afford what I need.
0: Maxing out your debit card. What's wrong with you? Okay. You have an opportunity to go away for a week, Tiffany. What would you do number one i'd rather stay with my loved ones if i can't take them along with me number two i'm gonna start packing number three find out how much it costs number three okay next you read an article about the top places to retire what's your reaction number one only if it reduces my cost of living number two i'd rather not move away from my family and friends number three why not i want to retire in style
1: so Tiffany Hawkins today, right now, is number two. I'd
0: Tiffany rather not Hawkins, move away from my family and friends.
1: Okay. Four years ago and maybe four years from now.
0: <laughs> Very different.
1: It might be a three.
0: <laughs> okay. Your friends want to renew their wedding vows. Look at y'all. What's your reaction? Do it. Number one, sounds expensive, but good for them. Number two, beautiful. What can I do to help? Number three, I hope they pick somewhere fun. Number three.
1: God, that's their wedding vows.
0: All right, Tiffany. You know what? I'm done with the questions. We're gonna analyze your responses. I need
1: more questions. I feel like this was too limited.
0: Wow, Tiffany.
1: I'm I'm concerned. Tiffany, it's whatever. This is who I am. First of all, I don't got no kids. Okay.
0: So Tiffany's fifty seven percent happiness. Ah. 29% Twenty nine percent protection. Okay. So you're you're in conflict with one another, like with your
1: internal self. Sometimes I'm not. I'm never in conflict with my internal self. You if, are. If I don't have it, I'm not doing it. But if I have it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> okay. And I, your
0: your smallest percentage is commitment. It's not zero. It can be zero. We've seen a ton of all, folks where zero. First of
1: all, how is it? How am, What's my? How is my smallest percentage commitment? And I just threw my best friend a wild party, and I was at her. Um, destination wedding. I'm. I help others. I'm there.
0: But the question was, why are you doing it for them or to have a good time? Like we remember that question. The question that was, was a like, trick "Yo,
1: question." That was a trick question. Either way, I'm. I'm fine with okay. my with my scores. Okay. okay, I'm fine with how this turned out because again, I will not make a decision that will put me in financial jeopardy at all. I'm very comfortable with sitting still. I don't really get a lot of joy out of buying things. If I can't afford it, I don't need it. I can wait. I'm patient when it comes to things like that. As I have mentioned, I've sat in apartments for a month without a bed, without a chair, because I wasn't in a position to be able to do that responsibly, but I'm not there anymore. And okay. so if I got it, we go into the destination wedding, the vow renewal, <laughs> we doing a birthday party, we retiring. And you got no furniture. No, I have all my furniture. There's no furniture. I will say this. You took it back. No, that's because I didn't have it. (laughs) We're not talking about the same situation, but I will say this. I'm not ashamed of my scores. I'm not ashamed how it turned out. And we don't want you to be ashamed of your scores. Um, We want you to take this money mind test so that you're just clear on where you stand. And is that working for you? I think that's the real question you have to ask yourself when Mm -hmm. it comes to this money mind test. Whatever my score is, is this working for me? You know, do I have the things set aside that I need set aside? Am I neglecting any areas? Do I feel like I'm living my full life? Are my fa- is my family taken care of? And if the answer to these questions are yes, then You're maybe good. you don't need to change a lot. You just want to be aware of who you are.
0: And if you've got a happiness money mind like Tiffany, just be mindful of I'm the not, blind spot. Listen,
1: I'm not, I'm only 59% happiness money mind. I got my protection in there yeah, and I got do. my commitment you in do. there. You do, you do. It's
0: a balanced meal.
1: Just so we are fair before we have to go, because we don't have time to do your test, we're going to post Alan's test on Twitter. Oh my gosh. Please go to our Twitter page at Momentum Advice. You'll be able to see Alan's score on what his money mind is.
0: Yeah. And by the way, if you take the test, you're going to get different questions based on your demographics, your age, if you're married. Yeah. So don't
1: try to take these questions and figure out your money mind. It changes based off of the answers that you give.
0: Yeah. So fine. Throw a party and have everybody take the money mind test. Why not? There you go. Talk about it.
1: Listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah. Listening party. There you go. For Father's Day.
1: Not for Father's Day. See, again, (laughs) as a father, you say that and then your kids are like, hey. We're going to listen to a podcast, together. <laughs> and you're like, that's it? That's all I got? And then we're going to take a money minds test. Then you're upset. Yeah. So y'all just ask for what you want. Either way, we got to go.
0: Happy Father's Day. Happy, Happy June Father's T.
1: Day. Happy Juneteenth. Happy birthday, Ma. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Momentum. <laughs>